One fine afternoon in July 1947, the first Prime Minister of Free India, Jawaharlal Nehru, introduced the new national flag to the Indian Constituent Assembly. It was a tricolour with three bands, saffron on top, dark green at the bottom and the colour of white in the middle, with a navy blue 24-spoked wheel at the very centre of this new flag. In the emotionally charged discussion that followed, various members of the assembly stood up and explained how they understood its symbolism and asserted their allegiance to the new flag. The wheel in the centre could represent the Gandhian spinning wheel, the sun's rays, or the wheel of time, or even eternity. But Jawaharlal Nehru was unequivocal that it represented the wheel on the abacus of the Sardar lion capital of that great Mauryan emperor who went by the name of Ashok. The ideas associated with two great men of ancient India, Devanampiya Ashok and Lord Buddha, had travelled to all corners of the inhabited world. Hence, for the first Prime Minister of Free India, the will symbolised the aspirations of the new republic to attain a place of honour and distinction in the conglomeration of different nations. A more direct and complete incorporation of an Ashokan symbol occurred just a few months after, when the capital of the Sarnath pillar was adopted as the national emblem for Free India. This beautiful sandstone capital with an intense polish that endows it with a dark metallic shine once crowned a pillar inscribed with the emperor's message to the Buddhist monastic order. Artistically, it was the most splendid. Micronologically, it was the most elaborate of all the Ashokan capitals. It consisted of four lions sitting back to back on a circular abacus, which in turn has an elephant, a horse, a humped bull, and lion curved in high relief. The abacus itself rests on an inverted lotus. The majestic, still repose of the four crowning lions contrasts with the animals moving clockwise on the abacus, separated from one another by wheels. Translating this three-dimensional stone capital of ancient India into an image that would be suitable for reproduction on a flat surface required selection and editing. In the national emblem, only three of the four crowning lions are visible. The fourth is invisible and needs to be imagined. And only two animals, the bull and the horse, can be seen on the abacus, separated as they are by a will. Since in the original archaeological fragment, the abacus line was badly damaged, this modification was the most aesthetically pleasing one that was possible at that time. But there was a very significant addition to it also. In the national emblem, below the abacus, written in the Devanagari script, is a legend, Satya Meva Jayate, which means, 
truth alone is victorious these words from the ancient upanishads united the complex symbolism of the ashokan capital with an even more ancient and even more profound philosophical system the motto selected for the lok sabha the lower house of the indian parliament was another legend dharma chakra parivartanayo that means for turning the wheels of dharma as the buddha had done in way back in the 6th century bc so it was hoped would modern parliamentarians promote the cause of righteousness these combinations these subtle combinations of image and icons and ideas created a highly charged political atmosphere that connected the new indian nation state with its ancient counterpart dharma a powerful idea with a very complex history variety of meaning and a subject of prolonged and intense discussion and debate in indian political history for some well over centuries stood at the center of this new narrative it was no coincidence and in fact fitting that a country that had achieved its independence and a free nationhood primarily through non-violent means should adopt emblems that had strong association with this very principle of non-violence